0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Sustainable Grid. This is the initiative of St. Joseph's College of Commerce, which is which runs in tandem with the international webinar series on sustainable development goals. As we announced on our social media pages that this episode 2 on human rights is going to be on October 17th, Saturday. Please do tune in for the webinar. We hope you are loving out the content that we're bringing out in the Sustainable Grid podcast. Let's get started with it.
1: Our guest for today is Binu Verma. A born leader, Mam is blessed with the acumen to see opportunities where none apparently exist, the courage to take the untrodden path, and the determination to see her vision through to fruition. She grew up in Delhi and is currently based out of Bangalore. Being a true innovator and a far-sighted woman who knows the power of personal touch, it falls naturally to her to provide a direction and a face to the liaison area. She also plays a major role in building confidence and good relationships with external and internal partners, and oversees the critical task of building a suitable image and reputation for the company. She has built a highly motivated team, creating an atmosphere for people to effectively execute their assignments, focusing on innovative development. She is the co-founder of Balutza, a much sought-after consultant to startups, specifically in the NGO domain. Thank you so much for making the time to be with us here today, ma'am. Welcome to Sustainable Grid.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for the overwhelming uh, introduction. Uh, Very happy to be a part of uh, the conversation here. And uh, also uh, happy about the fact that I'm amongst the first one to start the conversation here on how important uh, a girl's education is in today's world. Uh, To begin with, uh, uh, I must uh, say that uh, the number of girls going to the school uh, now uh, in 21st century is certainly, certainly better than uh, what it used to be 15 years ago, and that is a positive sign. And mm-hmm. at Balutserv, um, we uh, certainly strive to ensure it is not only the boys who come to the school, uh, but our, our aim is to ensure that the girls also are there in the school because uh, we strongly believe that education for girls can not only transform an individual, but it does transform communities and overall uh, in the future the world. So um, uh, over here, uh, apart from uh, the regular education at itself, uh, uh, we have been focusing on a lot of other uh, programs uh, specifically related to girls, uh, which mm-hmm. could have hampered uh, them or damped their spirits of being in the school. Uh, To name uh, one of the programs that we have been um, uh, dedicatedly involved is a menstrual hygiene program for the girls, adolescent girls coming to Mm -hmm. the school. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are various myths uh, around uh, this age where um, I I wouldn't say that it is across the globe, but in, in few pockets of the country where uh, girls are confined to their respective houses, their rooms, uh, when they reach a certain age. And um, during this time, they are sometimes not even allowed to uh, go to the nearby market or to the school. So what... We at Bal itself, uh, decided, or we came up with a program where it was not only about reaching out to the girls, but to their families, uh, to their mothers, fathers, and ensuring and providing them the right information that uh, these few days of the month should not stop them from being out and getting the education which they truly and highly deserve. So uh, we started with uh, uh, a knowledge session for the mothers uh, uh, of the community and then the teachers of the school, uh, simultaneously providing uh, them with the necessity uh, items, uh, say a sanitary napkin. And I'm not saying that they cannot afford it, but Mm -hmm. the point here is that if there is a regular uh uh what do you say a regular distribution of the sanitary napkins it certainly gives them uh, uh more confidence to be in the school like i, I clearly remember when uh I was in uh, in the school uh, during the initial years mm-hmm. um of my adolescent age. And I remember being in a private school, uh, there were certain things which were clearly provided to us. But in a government school, it 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 was a far-fetched idea. Mm -hmm. What we did at Balutzer was giving them, we started providing them with monthly supplies of sanitary napkins. Mm -hmm. simultaneously having uh, a vending machine in the school where the girl can herself go and take uh, the supply as and when required instead of reaching out to uh, a male teacher or a female teacher in the school which Mm -hmm. could have restricted her from uh, going out and talking about it. Simultaneously having an incinerator which, which took care of the of the garbage at the end of the day. So these uh, uh, things which were provided to a girl child and plus the knowledge, the education, uh, once in a quarter, there were sessions, there are sessions which are conducted. It has certainly motivated the girls to be in the school without bringing in those taboos, um, which uh, are the myths which, which they had in mind. And uh, I, I must confess that it has certainly increased the enrollment and um, uh, reduced the, the attrition in the school uh, with respect to the, the child. Yeah.
1: So, now you said that you spoke to the families as well. You reached out to the families as well. So, mm-hmm. when yes. you did this, did you face any sort of resistance or, you know, a, a lack of interest from the family diet.
0: side? Yeah. I was going to uh, ask the same thing. So, Right, right.
2: So there was, I I wouldn't say that uh, there was any uh, fear of not listening to us, but they had their own inhibitions. Okay. So certainly, uh, right. So uh, what happens is uh, when we start talking to them, we we are still an outsider over there. We are a third party. And for them, we going out and talking to them about something which is very personal to a girl child or, or a woman, it is, mm-hmm. it is difficult to, um, uh, it was certainly difficult initially to initiate that conversation with them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, explaining them the whole gamut of thing, the entire gamut of thing, telling them the positivity behind it, um, it, it, it. I wouldn't say it took us months to break this ice, but a couple of meetings and sittings with them. And yes, uh, we had a bind from the parents and then certainly the community
0: as well. Mom, so and it these- has been promising. Hmm. So these workshops that you had, were they only with the mothers? Or were they with the fathers also? Because I believe uh, fathers also play an important role in a girl's life, especially when it comes to the adolescent age. And uh, I would say they are more the stigma-ish who do not let the girl to go out or etc. Or XYZ reasons, right? So was this workshop restricted to mothers or even fathers were invited to this workshop?
2: So uh, the workshop was for the entire family, I would say. It was not specifically for the mothers. It was Mm -hmm. for the fathers as well. You rightly mentioned that It is the father. There are times when there could be uh, an individual in the family who would say, "No, uh, my daughter Mm -hmm, cannot mm -hmm. step out." They may not be vocal about it, right? Mm -hmm. But yes, educating them and telling them the positives behind the girl being in the school, even during these times, was uh, it was a milestone achieved uh, at our uh, uh, organization. Yes,
1: Mm -hmm. ma'am. With with regards to the work that you do, I wanted to know if you could walk us through the process, apart from the, the distribution and the incineration, of how you break this information through. Now, you said you have educational sessions, right? So I wanted to know, are these educational sessions conducted from your organization by solely by women? Or do you include men in that to, to you know show a certain level of progressiveness so that they can relate and understand as well? Is there a certain approach that you have while going towards this?
2: Okay, so certainly, yes. Uh, See, we do have our program officers on ground. And uh, not necessarily these program officers are women. There are male program officers as well. And their interaction is not only confined to the principal of the school or the teachers or the students, but it reaches out to the entire community which includes the father, the mother, the grandmother, the grandfather, and lot many times it is the the so-called chairperson of the community as well is involved there. And when we identify these schools and the community, the first task for our program officers is to ensure that the entire process or the rollout of the program is explained to each and every individual or the stakeholder involved here. Okay, now um, imparting the workshop, certainly it is not only about distribution, it is about imparting the workshop and who does that. So we have a team within our organization who has created these uh, sessions, okay, where the workshop, certainly the first time, it is the team from Bangalore who reaches out to various schools in different parts of the country. Simultaneously empowering our program officers on ground because they are the first point of contact there at the community and the school, right? So these program officers are not necessarily women, as I said, they are men also, male as well, but during the process, uh, since it is a sensitive topic, it is not necessarily that the first interaction happens with the male employee of the organization the team member, but yes, the first interaction happens, occurs with the female uh, team member, whether it is a program officer or an expert from outside who's invited to talk about uh, the topic menstruation, right? And then gradually we do include other team members, regardless of the gender, who become the, the uh, what do we say, they they are the the stakeholders here who will go and talk about uh, the not only the topic but also uh, the good and the bad about it uh, mm-hmm.
0: with the audience uh, in the community. Yeah, got it. Uh, ma'am, menstrual hygiene is one part of let's say awareness programs among the girls, which is one of the most crucial things I would say. But then, uh, what about? encouraging girls to join schools in these district areas or um, enrolling for their future education or improve, like, let's say, even if they left off at a particular age, rejoin, complete and progress. Does Balutsov do something about it? Okay,
2: absolutely. Yes. So, so since we work with uh, uh, the entire gamut of uh, age group, where i starting from first standard till 18 years of age, Um, Mm -hmm. motivating the girl child is certainly one of the core goals here at the organization. Uh, The plus point uh, I would want to, the positivity that I would want to bring in here is that uh, India specifically has has seen a sea of a change there. In the last 15 years, as when I started talking, we have seen that the number of girl children in the school are more than the number of boys in the school. Yes. Specifically, the government school is what I'm talking about. So just mm-hmm. to give you a number, uh, between the age group of four to five years, uh, 56.8% of girls are there in the, in the school comparatively to boys, which is 50.4%.
0: Really
2: so the, right, so over here, we are anyway seeing uh, a good number of percentage of girls being in the school. I wouldn't say the boys should not be there, but mm-hmm. this is a promising sign, and yes, there are times when we do see the girls dropping out after sixth or seventh standard or sometimes after tenth standard. At that point in time, there is a bit of intervention which is required. And mm-hmm. that is where, yes, counseling happens. It is not only about that individual. See, there are various factors which are involved here.
1: Mm-hmm. It is It
2: is not only about the girls suddenly stepping out of the school and not continuing with the studies. It is It is probably, it, it could be about that particular community where uh, the girls are not permissible after 10th standard. Just giving mm-hmm. you an example, right? Over there, it is it is not about one family. It is about changing the mindset of the whole community. And when you start working with them, um, and when you show them the positives, when you when you tell them the future of a child, when you tell them that yes, there is there is more to it beyond only uh, the the studies. There is there is that future which is uh probably hanging in there for the girl child that will that will empower her that will bring in uh, the kind of skill sets which is required to bring the whole family into a different zone altogether. these people are ready to listen but trust me this is not an overtime change this requires amount of yes amount of conversation and time spent with the community and yes, we are involved in such activities
0: as well. Yeah. Does it get frustrating at a point, ma'am? Like, because uh, let's say you are going out with a good initiative with something, a vision mm-hmm. in mind, I would say, and you want mm-hmm. it to become better over the time, but then there is always retaliation or I would mm-hmm. say negligence from people's side, right? So how do you mm-hmm. keep up your motivation or your team's motivation at the end of the day when you're not able to see results? Mm-hmm.
2: So I wouldn't say this is uh, frustrating. I I would put it in a different manner. I, I would say this is more of a learning from us. We learn every day from every individual that we meet. So either we learn what to do or what not to do. So uh, with, when you start talking to them, yes, there are times when they'll be in, in a group of 20, there'll be two or three of them who would, who would say, no, this is not acceptable. You guys are not invited here. But... Uh-huh. We do not sit and waste our time on those two, three people. We look at the other 16 or 17 of them who are positive Mm -hmm. about the whole concept, right? And that gives us encouragement. So um, um, motivating ourselves is certainly uh, uh, every day's exercise. Uh, But because uh, educating girls, educating boys, educating a child is our passion and our goal. So uh, this does not hamper us at all. It does not. Not till date. It It has not done that. It's been 10 years
1: now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, ma'am. So what was it like in the early years of Manutsav and how you've changed over time? And now, until now, you've told us fact-based what all your organization has done for the girl-child and for children in general in these districts that need help. Hmm. So Hmm. I want to know from an opinion point of view, your opinion Hmm. of what you think the butterfly effect is of all this work Hmm. that you've done. Now at every Hmm. district, uh, according to what I understand, you put one model school, is that that's right, Right. correct? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. right. Now what do you think the the long term, the bigger picture effect is of all of these efforts that you have put in as an organization? Mm
2: So. The butterfly effect, certainly what we wish to see is that these model schools should encourage other principals and communities to build their schools into model schools. That is what we are envisioning. Mm -hmm. And um, when we started uh, 10 years back, we started with only 45
0: students. Mm.
2: And now we are talking about 8 lakh plus children in the schools. So uh, the... uh, uh, if If the number speaks for itself, I think there has been an impact, mm-hmm. and um, we are looking at more and more uh, stakeholders joining this journey because this is a movement. this is not gonna the, the government school uh, if you visit a government school and you see the condition, there is much to be desired for. Mm. And I think just because uh, uh, there is one government school where nobody till now has intervened. That should not uh, hamper the education of the children living in the vicinity. If we can motivate the community and uh, uh, the, the people who can come forward and support us in putting in that uh, shield together for the government school for the children, I think we have cracked the puzzle there and then. So mm-hmm. this is what we are looking at. We want to motivate more and more uh, corporates to come together to build Uh, more schools, we want to have more and more volunteers coming together to help us put together various activities and programs and modules for the children uh, Mm -hmm. going to the government school Mm -hmm. and also mentors who can motivate them day in, day out and the role models become their role models and tell them that yes, they can also dream and uh, they have a better future
0: and a better living in the future. Yeah, Got it. Ma'am, uh, regarding uh, joining, like you mentioned in the last point, Ma'am, let's say mm-hmm. if the students of SJCC wanted to contribute to Balutsov, in what ways mm-hmm. they could do, Ma'am? And what would what would be the requirements from the students of SJCC's side?
1: So,
2: uh, as I said, we need more hands. Uh, it is not only Balutsov who can come together and bring about a change and create mm-hmm. these model schools, but we would want um, the creativity that you guys have, if you can bring them together for us, we want, to, we want all of you to come together, the young minds to uh, put in your thoughts and give us new ideas to uh, motivate these students every day. Mm-hmm. and see you have gone through a, a certain set of education you bring in your own wisdom there right mm-hmm. you you bring in that you bring in your skill sets you're good at computers you come together come with us sit with us create new uh, uh, uh websites for them teach the children computers in the school be their mentor come forward and and uh speak to their families, tell them that what education can bring about a change for them. So these are the things we, we want all of you to come together and do for us. Come sit with us, discuss, brainstorm and let's build the future for the students going to the government school together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got it now. Uh With that, we come to the end of the episode. Uh, guys, uh, as I mentioned in the last web, uh, episode, also you can check out uh, ma'am and Ramesh's sir's initiative which is Balutsev uh, at their website balutsev.org there is an option to volunteer you can uh, reach out to them through there and definitely as ma'am mentioned any small help will also bring out a huge change because it's a team which is working for a vision rather than an individual with that ma'am thank you so much for coming in and uh, doing it at the, such a short notice and bringing out a different perspective and it was really amazing ma'am thank you so much
2: thank you thank you for having me here thank you thank all you so
1: much ma'am thank to you. Our listeners we hope you gained a completely different perspective on things as ma'am they elaborated on the feminine side of things and how they go about it so we hope you had a good time and see you all in the next episode